Today on episode three of Get Carded, we're going to talk about the evolution of Denari and how everyone has been a big part of it. We're going to talk about base cards, what's base and what's not, the feud between Gary V and Vegas Dave, and what's on deck. Welcome everyone. Episode three, get carded. Let's talk about let's talk about what's going on with the uh, with the breaks. We had the third third second break in the books. Yeah, and night and day, right? Night and day. Night and day went off without a hitch. Looked good. Camera angles were good. Sound was good. Internet was good. Timing was good. I feel like the only difference is I was there. That's true. You're You're welcome. Good point. Actually, good point. And you were and you didn't have to call. To to mask any of the <laughs> any of the faults that were extremely evident. So yes, we did we did get through break two. It was amazing. It was a good time. Yep. Um, cool yeah. product too. Again, contenders obviously super hot right now and a fun product to break. Re- hit on that CD lamb was hot. That CD lamb was sweet. Yes. I, I I'm still I'm still fangirl of the prisms with the discos and yeah. again. Dallas did amazing, right? We had the Dallas we had the it. CD Lamb disco. Uh, even my lady was talking about, hey, what was that diamond glistening <laughs> card? I was like, just calm down, young lady, just calm down. Uh, there's diamond in her eyes, yeah. But uh, but yeah, it was a it was a good time. There were some there were some good hits. We do have to. I, I was thinking about this. We have to post those good hits. Yeah, absolutely. Some, sometime soon, instead yeah. of posting cards that are just amazing, like. What we're what we're hitting sometimes is uh, is good, so so welcome back everybody. Thank you for 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 taking the time uh, out of your day and spending a few minutes with us. We we love the fact that you you uh, have chosen to listen to us. We we love what we're doing right now, and we hope uh, you feel the same way. In fact, we hope that you check out a couple of our uh, a couple of our media feeds on on Facebook at Denari Sports at uh, on Instagram. At Denari Co. Uh, and also on Twitter at Denari Co. Uh, a lot of different ways you can interact with us. You can find us on on YouTube and leave some comments for ideas or suggestions that you have to 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 talk to us about or topics that you feel like are are important. There's a lot to talk about over the last couple of weeks. I mean, there's there's the injury bug going around. There happens to be a, a NCAA basketball tournament. There's new releases that are huge. There's feuds in the industry. There's a lot of talk about, um, you know, whether or not this this industry is just going to collapse in on itself. But in the meantime, we're just we're, having a good time. We're just going to enjoy it. We're just having a good time. Ride in the fact, wave. a lot of it is having a good time. Some of it is is a bit of a challenge. We got the um, we, we we have an a, we have an aspect of. Uh, how we should be shipping things, how we should be sleeving things. Like as, as breakers, especially if you're, you know, we've been watching breaks for years, but as far as professionally producing them. Whole different ballgame. Whole different ballgame. So what to sleeve, how to ship. I mean, what do we sleeve? And what's, what's, a, what's a base card? We've had some internal debate about about this well and i think too you get you know we're breaking pretty good product right they're all hobby boxes and value in my opinion is in in the eye of the beholder right is you might get somebody that's looking for that danny dimes you know second third year you know card that uh 
um, to him. That's why he bought the Giants, and that's why he wants that card. And guess what? He wants that to arrive in one piece, and, and I get that. I can appreciate that. However, you get some of these products that are so base-heavy that you're going to you know, gonna chip out 30 cards. What are you going to do with them when you get home? Are you half going to go in the, the, the trash? Are you going to put them in your personal collection? I think right now we're running into both the investor and the collector. And I think that, you know, you, depending on who you talk to and you, if you, you know, pull the, the watchers on the, on the break, I bet you'd get a 50, 50 response. So I'm, I lean more towards saying, Hey, listen, people are buying into these because it's uh, me being a, a more of a personal collector than an investor. I want those base. I want those to, you know, to, I'm looking forward to getting those in the mail. Do you think it depends on what you're breaking at the time? Like if you're breaking a prism versus, uh, or I, I guess anything, super base heavy like a prism versus uh national treasures for sure probably an investor is probably going to go more for national treasure it's more of a premium thing whereas uh i would even say more like even like a a tops and like a tops chrome right slightly better but like if you're breaking baseball like i don't need anything to do with the base tops series one you know whatever Mm -hmm. make that throw that in the fireplace but as you start to get into chrome a little bit now that's where I start to see some value in some of those base cards that um, Brandon would probably, you know, put in his motorcycle spokes and and. <laughs> so two things: one, I'll, uh, <laughs> I'd never, I would never have a motorcycle. <laughs> but two, this is this is this is ridiculous. This is a ridiculous conversation for a couple of reasons. Like it's not a like bases. You can't have a base that's not numbered, and if it's numbered above. 100 then you're just no you're just making it ridiculous anything that arrives at my house that's not a rookie and is numbered less than 100 unless it has an autograph on it even the relics at times we've pulled apart relics and just like pasted seen what's underneath them yeah yeah just because i don't know it's it's like dissecting half of them aren't game worn anymore you know they're they're just swabs of fabric but if you send me a if you send me a card that's out of four hundred and ninety nine, it is literally going from the mailbox to the trash can, and or the recycling, it. or uh, fine, whatever <laughs> the recycling, whatever wh- whatever it is. is, is oh, but why is that? Is that because it's not worth money, or is that because you don't find just any ooh. interest in that card at all? Because you well, can't turn around and flip it. I know it's meant to be a deeper question, but it's neither. Neither. It, it's 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 not sentimental. It's not worth anything. Um. I mean, I, I, I can't think of many scenarios where you find an out of 999 card, and even if it rates well and it's a – I mean, if the, again, if it's a rookie, if it's Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes or, or, or Mike Trout, then it yeah, goes but, in the trash. But when you're – but how, what, at what point do you get rid of that, right? Because – Right when Mike, you receive Mike it, Trout's right when you take it out of the mailbox. <laughs> no, because if you were if you were breaking back and when was Trout a rookie? 16, 15, 16? If you were breaking at that point and you pulled out a a base Trout rookie, not numbered, but, but that's a rookie. That's different. Yeah, he yeah. yeah. That's a rookie. So like the contenders base, I struggle with even shipping out because who? I mean, literally these things. If you listed them for a penny on eBay, they wouldn't sell. Even the rookies. Like the Burrow and the Jefferson rookies at ninety nine cents, there's a ton of them that don't sell, and they continue to get relisted and relisted. So I'm definitely not sleeving base, and the inserts I still have a challenge with. But we're gonna sleeve anything that is an insert or that's numbered, 
But if it's not numbered and it's a vet and they're past their second year and it's not Luka or LeBron or Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes, it's 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 dead in the water. It's dead in the water. It's dead in my trash can. Yeah. Not anyone who's breaking with us trash can, but if when I'm buying into breaks and I'm getting them at the house, it's direct mailbox to trash can. So you're saying you're saying that you wouldn't base or you wouldn't sleeve a base card. What about is that kind of go for the same thing with an insert? It depends on the insert. So, I mean, uh, you know, MVP Blake Bortles, probably not. What? That's a premium card. Not to who? <laughs> <laughs> to no one ever. Well, Jacksonville maybe fan. Like, I, I, maybe it's a Blake. Again, Bortles. I think I think you're. It's a very narrow opinion on individuals that are personal collectors. I think that you still. Again, this this hobby has totally been divided between your investor and your collector. And I I just I just think that like I said it, that Blake Bortles. Um, May end up being, you know, who knows? I don't even know what the hell college did he go to. I don't even remember. But, like, you know, maybe you got people Sounds that follow that college and they want that. Or just, hey, I, you got, like, uh, what's his nuts? Uh, Vegas Dave, right, who is got every single Derek Carr, right, every- card out there, right? Do you think he's, you know, he's he's pulled everything into that collection, right? So he obviously finds value in, in every he wanting to get his hands on every single card made after that guy. I think we'll... I think we'll talk about Vegas Dave in a little bit more detail in, in in just a moment. But I can think of, I can think of plenty of hometown college stars that I'm still not spending a thousand bucks on their rookie cards, no matter how nostalgic I am about their. Uh, I, I guess one thing I haven't looked uh, looked at recently is like Dave Winfield rookies. He's a gopher. I don't I mean I don't. You pay four hundred dollars for a PSA ten Dave Winfield rookie right now? Absolutely not. Okay, but he's not. A, he's not like a. He's not a potential he, – well, he, even back then, he was never a potential top 100 player of all time. Neither is Blake Bortles. Correct. But do you think there are Dave Winfield fans out there that will pay – I'm not saying – Yeah, and they'll uh, – And I would be just fine it. if I was a Dave Winfield fan getting it in a team sleeve with a bubble wrap around it in a bubble case. Like, Just I don't make sure my corners that. are sharp. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play a research guy here for a second. So 1974 – Dave Winfield tops rookie card used on eBay listed for 15,000. Let's go. I would have sold Wow. Proved wrong right in your tracks. Oh, and I'm going to keep going. So, uh, Blake Bortles College. Anybody? University of Central, Central Florida. Florida. Let's go. You know what? I was going to say that because I was just. Cents. I figured he was the number two guy that came out yep. after uh, Dewanye Culpepper. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, and Mike Trout promoted to the Major League Club. 2011. Oh man! Oh, so dude, long? come on! The Ro- Dave, rookie the of, of the, year, the baseball guy, rookie of the year the following year. Yeah, yeah, he's a freak, but so he's a generational player. So is. people still go after those bases and the. Big, I'd be interested, Dave. D- Dave Winfield, rookie, PSA 10 tops. Like, what are we, what are we talking about here? We have to, I think we have to take a look at that. And right, and, and, the, and I, I went for what you know, what somebody with emotion is listing it for. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. eye of the beholder, right? That's true. I did see uh, an error card of Billy Ripken Jr. listed for $750 million. I just picked that up. The, the fuck face? Yeah. I just picked that up literally yesterday. For $750 million? For 45 bucks. So. Oh, okay. Well, that's a little bit. See, that's where the difference 45 lies. 45 bucks. <laughs> right. Yes. Right. But, and, like and I probably wouldn't have normally paid that, but I've never seen – I've actually never held that card. 
but I literally picked that one up yesterday. I'll post that out to our site. Yeah. I think I might have gotten a David Montgomery delivered to the house today. Oh, it came to you? <laughs> what the hell, man? <laughs> For those that don't know, I did uh, purchase uh, David Win- or, uh, David Montgomery. Montgomery playoff. You know, like I parallel. Yeah, it, actually. So well, I'll yeah. let you know how the value does <laughs> over the course of the next couple of years. I love that. Uh, I'll sell it to you right now for fifty-five dollars. Yeah, right. No, see, I'm a, I'm. I could say I take flyers on people, man. I'm a buy low, sell high. I still like the hobby, or it just I, I'm a. It's all my personal collection. I threw half of it out because I went through all that old junk wax, and then now I'm like I've got the got the the addiction man and i've just been growing that personal collection all over like hundreds of thousands of us right now and that's a big that's a big topic where is the is the interest going to continue to increase is going to fade is it going to level out like what's going to happen we've seen some huge increases we've seen some huge decreases we've seen some huge decreases just in the last month with the jordan uh 86 fleer going from 730,000 to to i think 480 a huge huge uh, decrease and and of course like you had mentioned Vegas Dave is all over the all over the internet talking about how he was right and you know Vegas Dave I have a love hate relationship with he is um, he's the type of guy I grew up with so very uh, I mean ultra confident when he's right he's right when he's wrong he's still kind of right <laughs> yeah and just like all of us <laughs> yeah yeah um, t- ton of confidence but. You know, more than that, I, I like his message in, in in the sense of, you know, you should, you should, you should uh, walk with your head up. You should, um, uh, if you get knocked down, you should get back up and try harder. Like, there's a lot of things about Vegas Dave that are flamboyant, and I totally get why a lot of people hate on him, um, and I totally get why a lot of people like him. I'm probably three quarters Vegas Dave fan, and I. I genuinely respect his opinion on what's going on in the in the market right now. I feel like things are inflated. I things like I feel like things are going to calm down a bit. Um, I, I guess what I disagree with is the from a long term perspective, and I don't even know if that's a disagreement because no. he he even said that he feels like maybe even later on things will things will come back around, but we've got hyperinflated. Yeah. So he's 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 very pragmatic. And I and I appreciate that about him. Well, and it's it's in in his eyes, it's not a necessarily a full crash. It's like it's inflated, but it's inflated on like the like the new premium rookies, right? And like that the um, you know in, in kind of even getting into what you know the whole you know Vegas Dave Gary V piece, right? Like Gary V's of the mindset. Hey, listen, if you're buying players that are not potential top fifty players of all time. Mm-hmm. There's no way that a, um, you know, pick your pick your poison, right? Like a Cam Reddish or something like that card should be going for a rookie card should be going more for than a Larry Bird rookie card, right? Because sure. there's it's all based on speculation, but we're talking like four or five figure, five or six figures more than some of these kind of iconic top 100 players of all time. Part of what I think about that is the whole speculation piece. I mean, it's gambling, and gambling's addictive. So I think that's why a lot of people are in it, and they're going to stay in it too. That's why I, I don't think personally it's going to it's going to become less popular. I think, if anything, it might become more popular. Well, we've talked about a number of different types of things that you can put your money into in the sports card area, right? We've talked about uh, NFTs. We've talked about physical cards. We've 
We've talked about vintage cards versus newer cards. It's a, yeah, like like uh, a number of folks have said, it's like it's like a lottery ticket sometimes. So I, I understand why Justin Herbert rookies are just as much as John Elway rookies because you have the hope or the promise of the, the, the person that you're infatuated with at the moment is going to be the best ever. Justin Herbert cards are not as much as Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes rookies, but they're still inflated because people believe that that could eventually be the case. And that's one of the coolest things about collecting is it is super cool. Is is you're 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 betting on your favorite player and obviously a lot of people's favorite players uh, to to surpass that at some point. So I don't I you know I, I think the immediate inflation piece is 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 common it's always been around actually as long as i can remember being in the uh sports card industry i I remember when when i first started collecting uh uh, phil flame ta i mean names i could pull out of a hat uh andreas galarraga larry walker ivan rodriguez ivan pudge yeah Yeah, like all these rookies were insane they they and that's what happens it'll continue to happen like the, the, I have like forty the, Ryan Colesco rookie cards, and oh I have gosh, no idea Ryan where that. <laughs> Remember that dude? Yeah, I was like, yeah. I was a fan. Harold Miner yeah. in in basketball, the next the, the baby Jordan. Yeah, I'm not old enough to to know this. Oh, well, here's like. one for you. Remember, uh, 1985, Eric Davis tops was worth seventeen dollars in season. Uh, uh, is that worth a nickel now? I would buy an Eric Davis PSA ten for seventeen dollars. I'd spend seventeen yeah, bucks on sure. it. Yeah, if you I had need. a twenty dollar bill and Eric, I mean, I know Eric Davis. He was, he was like the poster boy for steroids at the time. <laughs> I'm with when steroids wasn't even a thing. You were just right. like that dude's That's jacked. A, yeah, he's a freak. Yeah, he's like the DK Metcalf of uh, <laughs> the DK of nineteen eighty six baseball. Yeah, I still just think that there's this this top end. The market is not. I don't think it's inflated across the entire spectrum of of trading cards, right? I just think that you you have those individuals that are putting so much speculation on these young players coming out that again I keep bringing it up but like again if you don't you know yeah there's a chance that Justin Herbert could be a top 100 quarterback of not even let's even just say top 15 quarterback of all time um, but there is a much better chance that he is a you know journeyman quarterback that has a good career that you know ends up being a you know if he's as good as Warren Moon. Shit, that's great, right? And you can get Warren Moon rookie cards for, you know, under a thousand dollars, and and Warren Moon is a top fifty quarterback of all time. I mean, I'd have to think about fifty quarterbacks that I might put ahead of him, but he's, he's no probably, chance. He's, he no might chance. be forty eight, forty eight, awesome. forty nine. Across his career, yeah, yeah. Okay, I agree. Plus, he looked good in that baby blue. Oh, everyone looked good in that baby. That's blue. That's true. That's true. That was a that was a sick uniform. Uh, God, that could be a whole podcast topic in Excel. You know, oh Excel God. favorite uniforms from the past. Like oh, there's a ton. I'm a big uh, I'm a big baby blue uh, uh, Chargers. Ladanian Tomlinson, baby blue twins. They just brought that back last couple of years. They're Maybe it's the baby blue that everyone likes. I'm a fan of the Thanksgiving Lions uniforms. Just completely blank, just blue jersey, gray helmet. I think it just looks clean. That's true. That's a good point. I do I do appreciate that as well. It's like parallels in cards, man. It is. It really is. Well, there's a lot of pretty cards coming out, right? Uh, this this week in particular, we have uh, 
we, we have a variety of things coming out. Actually, one that will be uh, breaking over the course of the next couple of days. Uh, on Tuesday next week, I think these auctions will, will be ending uh, for encased football. I mean, that, that product looks ridiculous. I've, I've uh, seen a couple of things. Uh, I've posted a couple of things on Instagram with the Tom Brady insert. Uh, I did see a couple of first, first off the line or front of the line. What? I hate you. <laughs> so, so I did see uh, Herbert get pulled in one of the uh, first off the line breaks. Uh, that was a that was a beautiful card. The fact that they can write, the fact that they're pre graded, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's it. Like, you're I not love that. Yeah, I think I think that's really weird that they they must like Panini sends in a bunch of cards to be graded and then they put it in the product. That's that's not weird to anyone else. I'm not sure if they I send them in or if they are buying back. Like they might be buying them back. No, too. these are brand new cards. Oh, they are. So they're they are bad. definitely graded beforehand. They have okay. an agreement with Beckett to say, hey, listen. We're going to send you a bunch of these cards. They're going to be sent. I mean, I'm sure that was done, what, eight, nine months ago. Well, I mean, they probably they probably express theirs or they probably put them. You think they give them a little bit of preferential treatment? Uh, yeah, I would, I, would, I would think so. Yeah. Well, the cards are beautiful. There's a, there's, there's a, I'm super excited. Uh, I'm going to buy a personal box or two to, uh, to, to break. I might do one on Instagram Live even uh, in the next day or two just to, just kind of, just kind of run through it. Yeah, I a mean, good review on it. Huge, huge things uh, coming out of it. What, what else is coming out next week? Uh, so next week uh, we have, we have Tops Heritage, which actually comes out tomorrow. Today being the 25th, so 26th, Tops Heritage comes out. It has a really old feel, classic look. Yeah, it even comes in the classic packaging. Yeah, it, I mean, I'm. It's probably more your guys' era, but I, if you're into that, no one here was born feel, in 1972. Hey, hey, okay, but okay. you were born before that. No, well, it's, it's or not after. <laughs> right, okay. You're good at math, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> So what I like about the Heritage product, though, too, it's not only because, like, they just got off of the 1971, now they're on the 1972, so they're doing that same kind of um, chronological um, reboot. And good autographs, he autograph heavy, um, multiple parallels. Uh, even, like, the they got the, um, what it, the chrome parallel refractors out of 572, the black out of 72, so they're taking that same kind of stance on the, the year piece. And then, obviously, the... The super refractors, one of one. There's some. There's a Mike Trout in there that uh, I think everybody's going to be going after. Everyone's going to uh, chase it. And it, you know, as I, I kind of on the previous podcast kind of ripped on the the 2021 rookie class, but um, just in kind of what I'm hearing on the spring training piece too is that they're actually showing up too. So like the Moncastles and things. And um, so I'm a little more excited on the 2021 than I was even just a couple weeks ago. So. I'll be picking up a couple packs or boxes of those, and the price point's not terrible. How many boxes of Upper Deck Series 2 are you going to be picking up? Um, I already got a case on the way, so that's 12. And then You're chasing I, Capri Sun? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep, good old Capri Sun. But, uh, um, but I did buy a, just a personal box as well because that's all I could get a hold on or get my get a hold of on Wednesday. Ripped it, didn't grab mine, didn't get a Kirill, um, but I did pick up a Alexi LaFontaine, which is the number two rookie out there, too. So I'm happy with that. Good Young Guns product, which is their kind of staple rookie kind of um, product. And uh, again, I've just always been a huge upper deck fan. I just think they make good quality cards. And I kind of have a love hate relationship because when I was, you know, 10 years old collecting, I couldn't afford the extra two bucks a pack that uh, those upper deck cards 
Tops. Or versus downrest and tops. Yeah. And, right. Absolutely. So just like what you were saying, Brandon, that's weird to call you that. Uh, we are breaking encased. And just for those who don't know, encased does contain those cat patches that a lot of people uh, are really attracted to. Uh, they have like the top, the little, what do you call those at the top of the house? I'd I say a bead or a, a nipple. Little, they're called Guggen bloggers. <laughs> is, like, is that factual? Yeah, really? So. I've heard that. They have, they have those patches. They come with. Obviously, the Beckett graded cards. The, the first is the things that this guy makes up from time to time are ridiculous. But you sell it. I'm good at that. Oh, I'm good, good at it, right? At it. Yeah, when I'm not around, I'm sure you're a lot better. But the first off the line variants of Encase do come with one graded rookie auto that is numbered out of 15 or less, and one base rookie parallel that is numbered to 15. And the normal version just comes with. A encased Beckett graded card. So I, I I did watch a couple of the breaks, and you do see when it's a nine and a half. I mean, you can tell by the by the plate. So if it's gold, it's nine and yep. a half. It's if, if it's silver, it's nine or less. It's just it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. So yeah, and for the record, it's it's a button or the fun word is a squatchy. 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 I was going to say squatcho, but <laughs> I don't know. Squatchy. I feel like I'm getting sold to again, so I don't know who to believe anymore. I actually, when Brad uh, when when Brad chimes in with the data. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> you believe consider him? it gospel. <laughs> gospel. So, so I'm, I'm hoping we see a Brady or a Mahomes or a Herbert or a, a Tua. I'm not. I'm totally not big on Tua. I'm totally a downer on Tua right now. You so. used to be so big on Tua. I don't. Was I? Was you I were big huge on Tua. On Tua. You, Miami's you used, not even huge it or not, on Tua. You used to be bigger on Tua than you were Justin Herbert. Believe it or not. Wasn't I mean, Miami trying to chase Russell Wilson as well? It's like. And Deshaun Watson. I yeah, yeah so I feel like they don't value they, Tua to the extent that they probably should. should. Whereas the collectors do, maybe. As the collectors do. I mean, the prices on Miami breaks have went down, I don't know. Significantly. Significantly. But you know who went up? Philly, right? With Philly definitely went up. Yeah. Hertz, gonna, or, uh, Hertz is going to be. See? Totally. I'm a big Hertz fan, too. Yeah. He's going to be. He's given his chance, right? Whereas he had. How long until Jordan Love gets his? He's still another. Two, three years out. Well, when Anthony Barr breaks uh, Aaron Rodgers' collarbone again, we'll see Jordan Love in action, I'm sure. The only other thing I feel like we didn't touch base on very much was the absolute basketball, which I, I don't know if it's going to flop or I, I just I haven't been that excited about it. I, I haven't heard a lot of buzz about it either. I've been a big absolute fan in the past. You know this. With football, you've, you've hated it. Yeah, like I've the, absolutely hated it. And I've, I've been appreciative of it. It comes in like a cellophane, like, uh, like a uh, – uh, it kind of looks like you're buying a pack of cigarettes the way that you <laughs> the way that you have to unwrap these things um yeah and the quality of the cards is like a pack of cigarettes too and the market seems a little sheepish sheepish on it right I now i recently too. sold a justin herbert uh rookie that came out of absolute <laughs> that was one of one that actually did fairly well but i can buy a few packs of cigarettes with the proceeds so i'm not totally upset or turning my back on absolute anymore but the basketball version uh I'm, I'm just yeah i'm not i'm not super excited about We'll see how it goes. I mean, we'll totally break it if people get into it, but I just haven't seen. I mean, looking through the checklist, I haven't. Uh, I haven't seen anything I love out of it. And as always, hit up any of these social media platforms that we have to let us know what you're looking for. Um, we'll try to incorporate that, and we'll get our hands on the product and incorporate it into the breaks. And speaking, uh, also uh, uh, speaking socially, let's talk about what we like to what we like to share as a beverage. 
So tonight, uh, interestingly enough, we we have had we've experienced some warmer weather in in the Midwest. Um, I mean, I do remember in two thousand. I think it was two thousand twelve. There was a St. Patrick's Day where it was eighty degrees, mm-hmm. eighty degrees yeah. in Minnesota, by the way, which yeah. has never ever happened ever in the history of the well. Universe. It has now. Yeah, and I don't know if it's totally accurate what I said, but it it felt like it felt that way. It felt like the middle of summer. Um, so, so although we didn't do anything with Irish whiskey, I did feel like it was kind of a spring summer feel. So Hendricks, gin, yep, and tonic, a little, Easy. little sweetness, a little tartness, a little pininess. It just feels very spring, like new things are upon us. Well, and it's the only gin that I can really drink. I can't handle the uh, the super piney stuff. So the cucumber gin of Hendrix is kind of the a nice balance there. But yeah, I was I was. It's been nice. It's warming up. It's been raining for the last two days. Grass is turning green. It's like let's get some let's get some spring drinks out there. I'm not gonna hate on Tangeray Ten. I'm sure there's some other gins that are are smoother that I haven't yet experienced. I'd I'd be willing to take some some recommendations on on that as well. So if if anyone has them, send them in. Comment, please. We'd love to hear from more and more of you. Um, in the next couple of weeks, actually, we're going to be uh, starting to interview some folks mm-hmm. and, and having some folks on with us to share their perspectives and ideas. And uh, we can't wait to continue to grow this. As we've grown you know, so much just in the first couple of weeks of being live, uh, it's, it's super exciting. So there's a lot of opinions out there, even just amongst this table here, right? We all have different opinions. So let's, uh, that's what we want to try to build this so we can get a community together have a good conversation talk about the hobby but to your point get the guests in to give their perspectives that have been uh, probably at this a hell of a lot longer than we have there's a lot of good opinions you're exactly right but fortunately there's only one really good one and i'm happy to share it with all of you so until <laughs> until we talk to you guys uh next week thanks for thanks for sharing your time we'll talk to you soon take care